Hey, welcome to, I don't even want to call it Warrior Talk, welcome to Infinity War Talk. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is today. Um, we're not going to hide it. So. No, and in fact, I don't know if, if you've been listening to us at all, you know that that is definitely something that has been very exciting for us. Uh, Matt and I, we got to see it opening weekend. Yes, uh, what was that, that, that Saturday night, that was a gaffe by me. It was. That's all right. I bought the tickets. I should not be in charge of that ever again. That's all right. Um, that's it was right. supposed to be Friday, but that's okay. You bought three we D tickets originally. Yeah. So I originally bought three D tickets for Friday night, and then realized, oh, there's three D. Okay, so I'll just uh, refund them. Right. Yeah, I got, right. Got my credit. Right. Oh, okay. I found one for a seven o'clock. Uh, thought it was Friday. Right. But apparently it was Saturday. Right. Uh, you and Jess were okay with it, so we moved on. So we watched it Saturday night. We uh, were able to avoid spoilers. Which was amazing. Which was awesome. So. Yes. I still, you know, I have not looked hard. I still haven't seen spoilers. Just kind of like... Yes, I via wanna, social I, media. Right. I, I want to poop on your parade kind of spoilers. Uh, there were some unique spoilers out there. I guess we should maybe say this. If for some reason, you're listening to me and Matt... And you, and have, you have, not have not seen Infinity War, uh, we would highly suggest you Press stop. stop right now. I'm going to give you like a count of three to do that, just in case you're fumbling around. Yeah. One, two, three. Okay, now we can continue. It's, but but here, here's, what I would, here's what I would say. If you've not watched the movie yet, you've got to get there. You've got to watch it. Uh, if you've not really invested in any of the Marvel Universe... Um, I still think it's a good movie for you to watch. Like, it's still enjoyable. Yeah. You will be clueless on a lot of the backstory, a lot of what's going on. But just from a cinematic kind of uh, exciting, just adventure action movie, you're gonna you're gonna love it. If you have watched it, I think that you are going to enjoy listening to Matt and I talk about it. And then, as both of us are, looking forward to going back and re-watching it. Oh, yes. And picking up on things that we didn't necessarily see the first time, or, or maybe even seeing, hello, uh, <laughs> new things uh, like that. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're pumped. So, yeah, because I, I don't know how to explain this, but I lost my train of thought. That's all right. Mm. I'll get back there. That's all right. We saw it. So we saw it Saturday night when it opened. Uh, I immediately when I got home, just opened up the internet and just really started watching and listening and reading all the things that I was avoiding. Uh, what what I was telling you about is there were some really funny spoilers that you didn't necessarily know were spoilers. So there was a uh, there was a picture of uh, one of the skeleton guys from Harry Potter, and it said uh, Infinity War spoiler, which if you had not seen the movie, you wouldn't necessarily know what it was talking about, but it was really making a joke about Red Skull oh. being in it. So there are some like little like kind of like funny spoilers out there that you really wouldn't know what it meant or what right. it was going to. Um, but anyways. Oh, that's what I was going to say. So uh, going back to like this whole cinematic experience part, uh, a buddy of mine uh, said he went to go see it in 3D. Yeah. And... I told him, I was like, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of 3D, right. which I'm really not, but he said it was the best movie he's seen in 3D. Right. He said it's actually come, like, as far as 3D goes, come a long way. Right. So if you have an opportunity to go see it in 3D, do yeah. that as well. I would say 
the the one experience I'm most looking forward to. Castleton's got a uh, movie theater. It's called the Dolby Experience. Um, I've seen only one movie there. It was The Last Jedi, and it was so kind of epic. Not necessarily The Last Jedi, although I love that movie. Uh, but the experience was because the screen is far better than any screen at any other movie theater, and the sound is all over the place, and it rumbles through. So that's... When I see Infinity again, that's definitely going to be where I want to watch it. Um, so where are we diving in here? So really, what I, one of the things that I love the most about Infinity War is it just it just it just jumps straight in. Yes. There's there's no like there's no like trying to build a story. It's it's just assuming that you've been on this journey the whole entire time and you have seen Thor Ragnarok and 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 you just kind of know exactly. Uh, where we're going. What's cool is I Thor was the last one for me to watch leading up to Infinity War, and I literally finished it an hour before we got to the movie. Oh, so that first scene just it, it got you. It was perfect. Yeah, it was just, perfect. That it, and that's what I heard going in. Like it, the movie just grabs you. It yeah. is nonstop. There, there's something going on that is very important to the movie like there's this no it's a two and a half hour movie but there's no dead time right there's no just you know trite spots in the movie where okay we're just going to throw in a one-liner or something like that although there's also full of one-liners full of marvel one-liners which are great yeah i i appreciated that uh as a movie goer it was even i think we were talking about it beforehand like this was the one of the first movies I, and probably not, but I was definitely aware that it was like, just, I don't even care about a trailer. Just <laughs> get going with the movie. Yeah. Uh, get going with the movie, so. Can uh, we talk about the trailers for a second, Sure, though? sure. Okay, this is actually one thing I actually enjoyed about about this movie is uh-huh. the trailer, so we're in an age in movies where, especially like Marvel movies or, you know, Star Wars movies or these kind of epic, you know, multi like basically universe type movies all these trailers are being dissected Mm -hmm. like is this this is this that and all this stuff basically every i won't say every trailer but just about everything that was shown to us in the trailer was not in the movie they lied to us in the trailers and it was fantastic and i love it because it, it just shows you like who cares? So that big epic, you know, scene in the trailer where they're all running through the jungle, led by Captain America and Hulk in the back, and everybody Correct. never happens. Correct. Okay. It was, and I was like, okay, this is probably like one of the climactic points of the movie. Right. It doesn't happen. Right. Uh, another one, I think they show um, uh, Thanos on Earth at some point, or in Wakanda, and he only had two stones. Right. In his gauntlet in the trailer. When in fact he already had four of them before he even right. even made it to right. Wakanda. So, or five of them. He might actually had all all five at the well, time. So well, even it's awesome. even thinking about that, like a lot of the build up into this movie was who is going to die, who is not going to make it. Uh, honestly, I would have been just totally screwed if I would gone to Vegas on this because <laughs> I thought there's no way that that Tony Stark or Captain America. Or even could have been and or, or both of them, get out of this movie alive. I'm with you to a point because there was going to be that fourth Avengers movie. Yeah. And you you could you could at least maybe convince yourself that like, okay, there's going to be this fourth one. They 
they could probably make it to that one. Yeah. And then we'll see. Right. See the ending. But I'm with you. Like for both of them to make it out and just like and based on just all the deaths in general, it's right. like there was a lot of deaths in there. It's like, huh? Right. He's not supposed. Yeah. So, right. No. And we'll get into the yeah. more specific. No, totally. Here. Totally agree. Um, all right. Let's just kind of jump into some character conversation. Um, you know, really, there were there were characters that. Uh, maybe like lesser characters. I mean, we can even just start off with Heimdall. Uh, oh, that was, that was heartbreaking. Cause he's one of my favorite characters in the MCU. Yeah. Idris Alba is, he's just fantastic as Heimdall. Like it was just, that was that, that one hurt. That one hurt. It did. And I mean, one of the conversations I think we're going to have throughout this uh, podcast will be, uh, will, will we see his character again? And I feel like for him, it's a guaranteed no. I would say so. I mean, there, there's there been rumors that Thor Ragnarok was the last standalone Thor movie in general. Any, yeah. Anyway, so wouldn't be surprised. Uh, and we'll get into more detail here. I think, yeah, I'm with you. I, I don't think we're going to see Heimdall uh, anymore, which is unfortunate because, like I said, he's one of my favorite. He's just kind of like one of those crowd favorite type characters right. so yeah and i'm with you on that so one. if we're looking again on that ship with all the asgardians um what do you think about the two guys that we met uh in thor ragnarok the rock guy korg yeah yes korg. i mean like we wouldn't we didn't even see them on the ship right and you almost gotta assume everybody on that ship is dead right so is that just a great assumption moving forward that like <sighs> they, they served their purpose in ragnarok and now Moving forward with the MCU universe, like we're not gonna worry the, about the two them. biggest characters because everybody fell in love with Korg and Thor Ragnarok. You know he's great, uh, being portrayed actually by the director. Uh, oh wow, uh, that was Korg. But then you had Valkyrie as well. She Correct. kind of like stole the show a little bit in Thor Ragnarok, but you didn't see her at all. Correct. Uh, in on the ship. So there was a lot of social media debate on whether she made it out. Was there some kind of escape pod or anything like that? So right. I'm not completely convinced we're not going to see them ever again. But at the same time, it's like, mm, who knows? So. Correct. Okay. So moving on to just other characters. Uh, again, these are kind of lesser characters that don't really take a huge section uh, of the movie. Uh, Pepper Potts. Yeah, just kind of, it was almost just kind of like a token appearance. Like, hey, we're, we're paying you and you, yeah. you're on contract, so we've got to get these number of movies out of here. I, uh, that, that, I will say, was one of those, like, you could have done without that a little bit. But I understand where they were going with that. Like, they still want to make that connection between those two and, yeah. like, what Pepper means to Tony. Yeah. And, like, he just goes off, and then he's completely off-planet. Right. So. Do you feel like they're... Because her, her whole role in that movie was talking about a potential child. Right. Do you feel like that plays a part going forward? Because it doesn't seem like they just put... For this movie, they don't just put stuff in there just to put stuff in there. Right. Do you feel like that maybe just alludes to the fact that Tony makes it out of even Avengers 4? Possibly. And we may not see him again in a movie. Right. Um, he's one of those that, like, 
I think going forward, if I mean, obviously Avengers 4, but even beyond that, he's more cameo type. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see him giving over the Iron Man suit to, like, Rhodey. Yeah. Or someone else that, you know, kind of just inherits it. Mm-hmm. So it, it could have to allude to his, uh, I guess, future right. in the universe, so... Uh, so other, other characters that we saw, I mean, man, it's just kind of hard to, to not just jump into just, just these big characters. We just talked about Iron Man. I mean, what, what were your thoughts about him throughout the entire movie? Uh, him, I think it was, I mean, pretty standard. Um, obviously him being off planet was kind of like, I don't know. It, it was strange. Um, no pun intended right. with Dr. I know. Strange I wanted, there. I wanted to give it, but I, just, uh, <laughs> I held back. I held back. But, it, you know, him... We saw in the very first Avengers movie that he was willing to make kind of like that sacrifi- sacrificial right. play. Um, so I felt like that he was probably doing that again, mm-hmm. you know, following the ship off-planet, following Spider-Man and all this stuff. Right. And, and he's kind of had this, like, surrogate father... Uh, to Spider-Man. To Spider-Man now, so that's that's kind of cool to watch. And it hasn't even really been... I mean, it was a very short time in Civil War. Right. Obviously, Spider-Man Homecoming, it really kind of evolves there, right. and then it just goes further right. into Infinity War. But Iron Man, uh, pretty typical. Um, the new suit was sweet. Yeah. I mean, nanotech yeah. and stuff like that. Very, so, very Black Panther-ish. Yeah, it. it's... It was very cool, um, but Iron Man in general, the big thing I was looking forward to, and you and I talked about it a little bit, uh, I was looking forward to like the whole Steve Rogers and Tony Stark kind of reconnect, yeah. reconnect yeah. possibly, yeah. but it didn't happen, and I read an article today where originally it was written in the script for them to kind of like hash it out maybe in a little right. bit, but... and. It, it just didn't work out that way. Like, the further along, it's like, you kept writing it in, it's like, we can't do it. We can't right. do it. We can't do it. And so that was one thing I was looking forward to as far as that character goes, but, I mean, it didn't See, happen. But. I like that. I, I respect that for the writers of the of the movie. It's like, I think a lot of fans probably wanted that reunion, wanted some sort of maybe embrace or fist bump or, or something like that. But it's like, as, as the story progresses, you've got to let the story go where it's going. Yeah. You can't force things. And yep. I think we've seen movies that are bad because they force things uh, into the story uh, as opposed to letting that story kind of progress. I mean, even thinking about, I mean, the flip phone. I mean, like, <laughs> he even pulled it out, I mean, which is hilarious, right? Yeah, that Tony Stark's got a flip phone to get a hold of, uh, of, of uh, Steve Rogers. But um, I don't know where I was going with that. It's all right, but I think the most interesting part about Iron Man right now, as the as the movie ended, was the fact he is the only one left on that planet. He's the only one left on Titan. Like everybody he was with, right, faded away. Right. So I'm interested to see how does like, he get out? How's, where is he gonna go? Uh, does someone come back uh, to like rescue him? I guess to a certain ex- extent. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see where his story goes once Avengers 4 hits hits theaters. So, I mean, this is going to bring up another character that I don't necessarily want to talk about yet, but uh, remind me, is Nebula's ship on? That's very possible. I just thought about that in the right. back of my head because she was there. Uh, I think she is. 
I think she might still be there. Be there, right. Yeah. I do too. And so she might still be on uh, Titan with right. him, which could give us that possible, you know, on your way out of, of there. Uh, we, we just talked about Captain America, Steve Rogers. Um, dude, what do you think's up with the beard? I like it. Uh, it kind of just shows, like, kind of, like, where he's been. He's been lurking in the shadows, like, right. who, who cares if he should... He's gone away from that soldier yeah. look, more to the mercenary yeah. kind of look. Uh, yeah, so if you look close at his outfit, uh, you can still see the star, yeah. uh, which is not white anymore. Um, but you can also see that there are some tears in that outer layer. And if you look close enough, I think that you can see the original uh, Captain America uniform is still going on so it's almost like he's not totally given up right. on that um but but he has and he's got this he's got this weirdness to him that i think is pretty consistent throughout all of the movies of like this mission over uh over people but yet he's also battling with we're not going to just kill vision because you know that makes no sense uh almost like the movie could have ended right away if they would have just taken vision out right. um but but he's inconsistent with himself because if you think back to the very first uh avenger movie with him in it uh, or his his standalone you know he's willing to give up his own life so he's not willing to give up anybody else's even if they're saying i'm willing but right. he's able to do that for himself so it, it's just interesting kind of like i think that's kind of his story arc anyways is just trying to wrestle with what he wants and what is reality and how do those things play together. Yeah, and I think it it overflows into the other like characters, especially the ones closest to him. You know, Falcon and uh, Black Widow and every, everybody like that. Like they're very they they know the ultimate goal, mm-hmm. but what are they willing to do to get to that ultimate goal? Right. So like, and the whole vision thing is prime example. Yeah. Like they were. They want to destroy destroy the stone, but not at the at the cost of right. one of their friends. Right. So you know, go to Wakanda. You know, right. and try and do all this, out. all that out. So yeah. Well, let's hold off on Vision. I've got a couple thoughts about him. Uh, let's kind of jump backwards in time uh, to the ship uh, that Thor and Loki is on. So yep. you know, we talked about Hamdel dying uh a very real death in that movie uh let's talk about loki i mean what what do you think when you get that interaction with him were you surprised at how short of time he had in the movie a little bit i was a little surprised but you never know with loki right um even though thanos makes this comment like you will not resurrect from this one yeah i mean even then like i think that's kind of the great thing about his character is you just you don't know right uh, where he stands and is this the end or what is happening with him? Yeah, I was shocked that it basically happened right away. Right, that was. But I of, I loved like, it too. Yes, I mean I don't I, I I did enjoy Loki as a character, but uh, you know as you're thinking about this movie, like you've got to make a statement ASAP. Yes, and I, they killed a high loved. I mean, you know, he's not always been good. Right. He he's the antihero. Right. Uh, he he's very like he's all about survival for himself, but right. at the same time, he'll surprise you with like that team move. Right. So, honestly, when I, going into the movie, I thought 
Loki would pl- play a bigger role right. as far as, you know, he he may turn and then eventually, you know, make the hero move or something like that. Well, you kind of went like, I mean... He tried. From the first <laughs> Avengers movie, you know, oh, yeah. he, he was all in league with Thanos. He might not have known who Thanos was at the time, but right. that was something that he was trying to do. And then, uh, obviously, there was this betrayal... Uh, and betrayal is probably Loki's middle name, just kind of betraying whoever it is, like you said, uh, for his own gain. Uh, you know, Loki tried to save Thor in yeah. that moment. Uh, you know, I think we saw a, a huge difference, like just the progression in Ragnarok to this beginning of this movie where it's almost like you can say without a doubt, like Loki is good. Yeah, and I, I kind of... I want to look at the Thor-Loki relationship a little bit right here. So, like, when Loki died, obviously Thor felt it. But later in the movie, you could tell it was like, you know, Loki's dead, but I've seen him die, like, two other times. Right. You know what I mean? So he he didn't know where he's saying. But when Thanos, or whoever, I forget who it was specifically, it might have been Thanos killed Heimdall. Like, that was the one that hit Thor harder in the moment. Because that was the one he said, hey, you are going to die for that. Right. So, like, I, I felt that very interesting. Right. Uh, as far as Thor, I felt like, just held Heimdall in just a higher regard than his own brother. Yeah. So, and I think well, that... He could only be betrayed so many times before right. he stop. But I think just naturally Thor is just kind of good, kind of forgiving type right. and he uh highly regards family well i think so i don't I mean know. i, think I just, thought it was interesting no moving into even the thor conversation there was there was a whole new level to him in this mvp movie. yes i would agree with that mvp is thor no i would totally agree with that i, I we even thought about like uh, the question, you know, who's the most B.A. character in this entire movie? It is definitely Thor. It is Thor. He carries the movie. Uh, he's incredibly comedic uh, with the interaction between him and Peter Quill. Uh, when he gets to <laughs> the, uh, the the uh, the dead star with uh, our awesome big little man, you know, Peter Dinklage, like he is... He's kind of running that. I love yeah. the I love the time with him and in, uh, in uh, Rocket. Oh yeah, uh, and then when you get to Wakanda. Oh yeah, hit that entrance and ah yes. uh, yeah, it was great. It was. Uh, I don't even know. The only thing that would have made it better is the Thor Ragnarok song. Yes. To, to go with that. Yes. But that's another. The Led Zeppelin. Oh action. Yeah. Yes. I would have loved that, but. The interest that he makes, and then you know, the little back and forth between him and uh, Steve Rogers was good. Yeah. Uh, cut his hair, yeah. grew the beard, right. all that stuff. That was great. But yeah, just new weapon. Right. <sighs> calling calling Rocket a rabbit yeah. every time, like, and just he doesn't Rocket doesn't even care anymore. Yeah. It's like, what's the point? So yeah, Thor is definitely the MVP. Um, I feel like for me. Thor has really carried the this entire, entire universe. At least up to this point before Black Panther. I think Black Panther will become the new Thor in the sense of carrying it. Uh, just because Disney saw how much money they made, they are going to create a way and a path 
for T'Challa to, to uh, do and, that. And I'm not. I won't even say from that standpoint. I I feel like Thor carried the story. Yeah. Thor carried the story more than anybody. Kind of from, like the macro story, you mean? Yeah, the macro the, from the entire story arc from the time we we see Thor yeah. in his very first movie up to Infinity War. Like, if you just watched the Thor movies, like you could probably still have a really good grasp on what's ha- like, or any movie Thor appeared in. That's true. Is what I, I should say. Yeah, so if you just true. watched Thor, Avengers, Thor two, yeah, Avengers two, Thor Ragnarok, you watch those five movies, you just, you would still have a pretty good grasp of what's happening in Infinity War. Yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. And I even think from a uh, interesting character level, like, like his story's always been more intriguing to me. And I think it has to do with just... You're, you can't watch Iron Man and go like, oh, this could actually happen, you know? <laughs> even though it's like supposed to be in this like modern-day Earth. But you just watch Thor and you go, well, this is so far-fetched, of course. Yes. This is... This is not real, and we can just totally enjoy that. So, no, I totally agree. So, we, we got Thor, and we'll we'll go into that other main character in that very first scene, Bruce Banner. Yes. So, the Bruce Banner, whole... calling him Bruce Banner is actually the best way... Yes, it is. ...to title him for this movie. Because outside of that first, what, five to ten minutes of the movie... Yeah. You don't see the Hulk the rest of the movie. You see... It's it's Bruce. You see glimpses of the Hulk. Yeah, you see glimpses. And it's it, it, you see Bruce trying to, you know, muster you, him out. Right, you see the exact opposite in that movie than you have seen in the entire other movies leading up to it. Which, right. is, which is kind of crazy to think about. And I'm wondering when they wrote Infinity War if that was the case from the word go. Mm. Because obviously, remember the trailer. Right. You know, right. you had that epic, you right. know, Hulk, Hulk scene running. running with everybody else. And it, did, it just didn't turn out that way. And I think whether they meant to or not, it was more of like in that first scene, the Hulk got pooped on. Right. Like Thanos owned him right and like he got his shots in and then once thanos kind of realized what was happening it was like all right just go away i'm just gonna beat the living tar out of you right and then here we go and i think that kind of it hurt hulk's pride right like he doesn't want to show his face anymore so it instead instead of it becoming puny banner it became puny hulk and it's like i thought it was great I know a lot of people weren't fans of it because the Hulk is such a huge, popular character within the universe. Right. Uh, but it, it it was kind of refreshing, to be honest. Now remind me, um, is Hulk still with us? I or... believe Bruce is still with us. Okay. I, I believe he is. So I think the original. I do. I agree. The dude. original cast, I think, is still with us, which is very kind of yeah. tip of the t- cap kind of thing, like. You guys started this. Right. You guys are going to finish this. Right. So I, I thought it was very cool. Well, we can say finish this is left to be decided. Yeah, that to be, left TBD. To be decided. Uh, and even with us, I think it's still a conversation that we can have a little bit later. But one question I do have for you is, can the Hulk be killed? Can Bruce Banner be killed? I believe, yeah. I would say so. Um... I know, of, I know. Of, that kind of goes back to the first Avengers when he said, "Like I, I tried to put a right. bullet, bullet in my mouth and the other guy sp- spit it out." But 
Yeah. I, I think he can. Yeah. It's going to take a pretty big blow. Right. To make it happen, but I, yeah, I think it's. No, I think it's just possible. curious. Just curious. I think it's possible. And it tells. I mean, it just tells you kind of that uh, that massive moment for Heimdall to be able to kind of get him out. Yes. Get him out of the ship. Get him back to Earth. And it was like Heimdall and Thor kind of made eye contact. I believe, if I'm remembering the scene correct, it's like, yeah, you need to get this guy out of here, type deal. Right. So. Yeah. Well, while we're talking about original Avengers, uh, we've got Natasha Romanoff, Black Widow. Uh, you know, she didn't really have a whole lot going on. Yeah, new hairdo. That's about it. Um, she still, you know, plays her part. Very good hand-to-hand combat type deal. But as far as like the whole spy, uh, trying to fighting, manipulate, right? Fighting with Proxima Midnight, yeah. you know. But that's really about it. So. Yeah. Um, there was that interesting moment where she sees Bruce, you know, yeah. for the first time. It, that was another one. Yeah, 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 I'm glad you brought that up. That was another one I was kind of maybe hoping they would expand on, but I think it. It's one of those, like we said, it kind of yeah. takes away from what you're trying to accomplish in the movie right. in, in, in a whole. So I think that's something that could maybe go a little bit further in the next That was interesting also, even just going back to Bruce Banner, uh, that whole, like, he missed a lot. Two years? Yeah, he missed a lot of just information that was going on and just like, you know, how do I just take all of this in? Wait, you know, Iron Man and Captain, you don't like each other. Yeah, what's happening, like... He had no idea who Doctor Strange was, but I guess neither did Iron Man at the time, which we'll get right. into Doctor Strange here in a minute. But right. yeah, the whole Hulk, you know, two years plus later <laughs> after right. uh, Ultron, he, he has no clue what's going on. Correct. Uh, let's go, I don't know, you want to jump into New Avengers? You want to talk about Guardians? Who do you want Who do you want to go to next? Let's go to Guardians. Let's, let's, I want to save... Couple of the new guys okay. for last. Okay. So let's, yeah. So Peter Quill, Star Lord's obviously. Oh yeah. A great place to start. Uh, you know he's listening. You know we get that scene. I think right away with we see him that he's listening to a Zune. Uh, that. Uh, dang it! What's his brain farting? Name anyways. It gave it to him, and uh, you know. So this kind of love interest between him and Gamora has been building up since you know the first oh, one. Yeah. And I think it... It, it basically again, bloomed. It did bloom, and it makes tons of sense why they would start it all the way back there, leading up into this movie, which leads me... We won't necessarily go there right now, but my biggest frustration issue... You know, in any movie, you've got those issues where you're like, why did you why? do this? Why did you do this? But uh, I, I loved... I love the humor in in Infinity War because you're you're loaded with tons of of action. You're loaded with tons of just like stress and anxiety. What's going to happen? And so uh, the writers, the uh, the Russo brothers, directing did such a phenomenal job of alleviating some of that with some yeah. with some humor, so you can get back in and handle whatever else is going on. Uh, the 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 battle between Thor. Oh yeah, and Star Lord was amazing. Oh yeah, you can just t- him lowering his voice yes. to talk was with was the great. accent like I'm not talking like that. You know, <laughs> uh, I saw a meme that said uh, something like this guy was writing to Chris Hemsworth saying, 
every day he sends him a letter says thank you for not stealing my wife which i love you know seeing that after uh, after that moment because you know peter cool is definitely like you are not about to take my girl um i don't know any uh, peter quill I, I, what i love about peter quill is he is human yeah. right he is human but yeah he is so resourceful like the whole like being able to i guess um make it through right a lot of what they've made it through right you know, Gamora's a trained assassin. Drax is an ultimate, you know, right. like a warrior. The destroyer. Yeah, I mean, Rocket and Groot, you know, right. Groot's a tree. Right. You know what I mean? Rocket, you know, has all this ability with, you know, explosives and weaponry right. and stuff like that. It's like, he's a ravager. He's like, I mean, he's, right. it's, it's just, it, I think that's very cool. It's very, you know, to bring a DC, it's very Batman-ish. Right. You know, like, you're just a regular dude. Right. He has a, a little bit decent tech. I mean, he's pulling all this off. I mean, he's a regular dude that can grab an infinity stone. Yeah. Now, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to poo poo on your prey. I'm, I'm totally agreeing with you. So, I, yeah. And, but then, man, the heart, the heartbreaker. Yeah. You know, it's like they had this amazing plan for Thanos. And seconds away. Yeah. And you know, it's you it's know a typical it, right? and you know you it's know a typical movie move, right, you know. Right. Oh, you're seconds away from getting something done and then blam. Right. You know, he goes all Right. He beats up on Grimace. Yeah. That was a great Gr- that was a great the line. Re- the the references they make just are top notch. Yes. This is the best way I can we had Squidward, which we already covered. We did not cover Squidward. Yeah, we did. You mentioned Squid- Squidward. We did. did. We did pre. We did oh, our pre- we didn't do it. Okay, but, but we'll get back. We can get back to that later. But Squidward, we had Grimace. Grimace. We had the Footloose debate yes. between Spider-Man and Peter Quill, which was great. Yes. The old movie Aliens, which, which we've it, not talked about. We, that we yet. haven't talked about that yet. But just all these references right. are just awesome. Right. No, I totally agree. Uh, let's skip Gamora because there's so much to talk about with her. I mean, Rocket, Ro- honestly, Rocket, Groot, Drax, Mantis, Nebula—they're the same. They're, they're, they're. I mean, there's not much. I think Groot carries a little more weight. I think obviously teenage Groot. Teenage Groot, obviously. I mean, it was kind of one of those like just in the background for yeah. most of the movie, and then when it ta- came time to you know. You know, get it done. Right. Blam. Handle right. to the axe. And right. And it's like, oh, I need to do something now. And then Groot just right. comes up bit. Right. So Groot is gone, evaporated, leftovered, wherever he went to. Uh, Have you read the article about what Groot's final line is? Yes. I'm curious. It, it uh, comes from, was it, did it come from the um, writers or did it come from the roost? Or the I think it was Gunn, the director oh, for Gunn. the... I just don't believe anything anymore. I think that is is a good thing to go, I don't believe anything that they're telling us. I don't believe anything that I'm hearing. And really, that's a great thing to have because I came into Infinity War with a very clear picture of how it was going to play out. And I'm, again, I'm super glad. I would have been glad with the picture, but I'm glad that it didn't go right. that way. And it really just kind of tells us, like, all right, well, what's going to happen? So Because there is this doubt in my mind of, like, (laughs) 
What does Guardians 3 actually look like? Yes. See, and that's that's what's beautiful about Infinity War. Yes. It completely alters what any any pre- preconceptions you had for anything else going forward. Yes. Like, you know that something is going to happen with a lot of these characters. Yes. But what exactly? Yes. Yes. So... Uh, I love. I, I mean, I, I enjoyed Mantis. I, I'm glad. Like, I think another issue with a movie like this is you have so many different characters that it's hard to. It's it's really hard to kind of pour into any of them because there are so many of them. Like, I just heard a rumor today that in the next episode of Star Wars, episode nine, yeah. that they're trying to add another uh, main character. And it's like, man, there's just so much going on already with that. To add another one on the last episode, yeah. it just makes it very challenging. Uh, but Mantis, you know, you don't have a whole lot of, like, cheering for her. But she was able to get on to Thanos and be able to do what she did best. And, and trying to create that that moment for everybody to get the uh, the gauntlet off. Right. Um, so Drax was awesome. Drax, Drax, the Drax moment, obviously, with, you know, on the ship... With Peter and Gamora right. doing their thing, and right. he's he moves so slow that he oh my he, he appears invisible. <laughs> yes. So great! Yes. So that you, you had I your Drax, yeah, yes. you have your Drax moment and stuff like that. So that was great. But other than that, yeah, very background type character. Right. Um, didn't right. really come into play too much, but so Gamora, nice Gamora and Nebula really, I think, again help push this movie forward. Uh, you know, Gamora feeling all of the guilt and the shame for how Nebula is Nebula. Uh, you know, Nebula is trapped on Thanos's ship. Yep. Uh, that is interesting. Let me go back. I mean, you know, so you have this moment between Gamora and Peter Quill. And she said, you know, if he takes me, you have to shoot me. And she, it's like she knew. She yes. knew it was going to come to that. Yes. To that moment. Yes. And... And I did not expect him to pull the trigger. And it was pretty crazy that yeah. that he did. And obviously Thanos did uh, what he did, you know, with the reality stone turning into bubbles. Um, but so Gamora gets taken onto Thanos' ship. She sees Nebula and is willing to give up the soul stone so that uh, Nebula would, would no longer be tortured. And then you just you get that I love that backstory. Yep. Of how just it's sisters, you know what I mean? If I it is yeah. Yeah. Well, even the backstory of how uh, she came into the care because I think we can call it care of Thanos. Yeah. And you know you see this planet kind of half of them being killed, um, and then remind me did, did she, was there ever love? Or care for him from, from Gamora? Gamora's point of view. Yeah, maybe early on. I don't think it's like inherently clear. Yeah, but um, I mean, there's obviously a moment where if there was any, that it, it was maybe gone. trust is a better word. Yeah. Like there might have been that trust, obviously there at the very beginning, right? And stuff like that. But I think the older she got, it was just like she f- probably felt like more of like a prisoner. So, so we have this moment where, uh, and we can even just talk about this whole scene because there's a lot that goes on. Yes. Where they get to this planet where the soul stone is, 
Uh, they're walking up, and then they see this very ghost-like figure, uh, which, again, in the beginning, you don't really have an idea of who this person is. Uh, I think that they were they were doing a lot of different things with the imagery, so if you followed the comic books at all, uh, they were get, giving you the image that this was uh, somebody from the comic books right. who uh, Thanos is actually in love with and, yeah. and is trying to do all these things for uh, but it turns out to not be her. It turns out to be... The Red Skull. Which you... Yes, and I think I we did do it on a pod. We did. Okay. I haven't gone we back... Did. Okay. So, it was the Red Skull, and I, I, I called it. I'm going to brag on myself. I, well, I won't say I called it. I asked the correct question. Correct. It's probably more accurate. Is Remember in the, the first Avenger, Captain America, there at the very end... Uh, the battle between the Red Skull and Captain America, the Tesseract is kind of touched. Right. And it opens up this wormhole, which, right. you know, drops the Red Skull through. So you never knew if the Red Skull was actually dead or not. Right. And then as you kind of go forward, you kind of understood what the Tesseract was. It was more of a gateway. Right. So the question was, is the Red Skull actually Dead Correct. Or not. Well, so, and he, it, this was, if I remember correctly, this was something I proposed as an unanswerable question. Yeah. Which turned out to be very answerable. And I, I think I, I think I may have said I wouldn't be surprised if we yeah. saw him later down the road. I had no idea it was going to be Infinity War. Right. But it was awesome to see. I thought it was one of the cooler I, reveals. Yet reveals of the entire movie. Um, and I think that goes back to this idea of why we, you, all of us should never spoil stuff. Because if you would have seen that, like Matt, if you would have seen that on Facebook, scrolling and you saw a picture of Red Skull, even if you didn't read anything, you yeah. just saw a picture, you would know. Yeah. You would know that he's there. And it would take away all of that kind of reveal, that surprise, that excitement, really. Yeah, it, it was great. Uh Kudos to the writers and, you know, whoever had the input to m make that character happen right. again. That was awesome. Right. Um, so it's interesting about that. So he is kind of this protector of the area where the Soul Stone is. So Gamora and Thanos are walking up the steps. And, and there's this obvious, uh, as, as he's explaining how to get it, you have to sacrifice what you love the most. I mean, you know now, like... Red Skull has nothing. Right? Yeah. He no, he loves no one, uh, so he's unable to even get remotely close to it. And then Gamora laughs at Thanos like, "You have now been duped, right? Yeah. Like, there's no way now for you to be able to complete this. You love nothing, right? And we haven't talked about Thanos as a character, which we we'll can do that to, last. We'll we it, we can right? do him last. But I mean, it, it is interesting in that to see him. This horrible, horrible villain, so to speak, wrestle with. I'm, oh yeah, I'm gonna push you. Yeah, it was it was this that kind of that slow dramatic turn towards Gamora with, you know, a tear in his eye. Right. And Gamora's laughing like right. there's there is absolutely not nothing that you love. And I, I remember Red Skull saying it's like the tears are not. Uh, aren't for him or right. something like that. Right. And it it still didn't register with Gamora. Right. Like what was about to happen. Right. It was... Yeah. So, it was a great scene. Let me ask you this. Is... 
Gamora dead? I hope I'm wrong, but I believe so. Is there any way we see her again? Oh, there's always a way. When you when you're dealing with like stones, yeah, comic books and just you know this extra just I don't know, not extraterrestrial, but just yeah. like these cosmic Big dimensions, yeah, levels so to speak. Yeah, I mean anything is possible, but and we'll get into this. I mean, I think so. My one of my takes is that she is now stuck in this like infinity stone like barrier where uh you know the only way to get the soul stone out was to sacrifice and with the only way to get her out is to also offer up another sacrifice so we can see i'll be i'll be interested how they tie all that back in so continuing on really the whole wakanda universe we didn't get much no uh i remember seeing one thing about like we did not see enough Wakanda characters, and right, uh, or at least get more Wakanda. Which, like we said, this is a this is a massive movie, right? Like two and a half hours, right? And you still didn't get everything you wanted. Well, and it and, spans over all. Yeah, there's too the much universe. to tie together, and like we said earlier, it really wasn't about the Avengers. Yes. To be perfectly honest, we'll get into yes. that later. But yeah, Wakanda. Uh, I was kind of bragging on Shuri. Um, yes. Black Panther's sister because my wife hasn't seen Black Panther. Black Panther yet and I was like you're gonna love this character like yes. she'll, she'll probably be your favorite character yes. going forward and you barely see any of her yes so yes. totally agree totally but, agree yeah we can come back to Shuri though in a second um so really all we have left to talk about we have Doctor Strange yep we have Spider-Man. the new Avengers, so yeah. Spider-Man, uh, Bucky Barnes, really not much conversation. Yeah, I mean, basically he gets a new arm. And and Rocket says, I want your arm, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, always about getting uh, artificial appendages. So we don't have, I mean, really there's no point to talk about Rhodey, although it's great to see him up and at it. Yes. Uh, the Falcon, again, awesome character when it's a smaller Yes. Scale movie, but in this kind of main humongous world, uh, not really worth talking about. Uh, real quick, Ant-Man, Wasp, I mean, we know they exist, but they are not here. Correct. So do you believe that Ant-Man, Wasp is before this movie? Yes, I actually read an article today, so I'm not, I don't think I'm really spoiling anything by saying this, but uh Ant-Man and the Wasps, that movie is actually going to take place directly after Civil War. Okay. So that's kind of where they're at okay. with that one. Uh, so. I will. So let me throw out this like this. Uh, is this a hot take? This is a hot take. The, the cut scene at the end of Ant-Man and Wasp is going to re- somebody's getting evaporated. I don't think it's Ant-Man. I think it's either Wasp Dad, which I can't remember his name. Hank Pym. Hank Pym. Or I think it's uh, Ant-Man's daughter in his arms. Could... That's my that's my hot take. We'll okay. see. We'll see. Because you've got to have some sort of like... Now, this bridge. was mentioned in, in Ant-Man, the first one. Like, I think they're going to operate in the quantum realm yeah. a lot more. So I don't know, like... Could they have been in the quantum realm when making it happened, when it happened mm. and it kind of yeah. 
Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of the word, just kind of... I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. I feel like there's too much time in between now and then just because I, I need a new a new, new Marvel movie. Uh, we also did not deal with Hawkeye at all. Which I love and hate at the same time. Yeah. Like, I love it because it it's just so many question marks and, like, where was he? What was he doing? Is he evaporated? Is, right. Like, right. what was Hawkeye doing this Will entire time? Will we see him time? in episode four? Correct. So, and before the cutscene, we didn't see Nick Fury at all. I was gonna bring up Nick Fury at the very end. Oh, of this. my bad. That's all good. It's we'll all come good. Come back to it. We'll it's all good. Wheel back. All right. So let's just jump in real quick. We've got Scarlet Witch, Vision. I was surprised that they kind of spent as much time as they did as far as like the romantic part of it. Yeah. I was kind of really surprised on that. Yeah. But. Uh, like I told you, I think we're really starting to tap into how powerful Wanda is. Correct. And it's crazy that she's gone. Yeah. I mean, uh, you're right. It, 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 it was borderline irritating just because it's like, dude, I ain't got no time <laughs> for a romance. We've got to keep moving along with the story. Uh, but it did make it more powerful at the end yes it did when when you go like she is the only one that can destroy the power or the mind stone uh from vision in which she did yeah and so back to the whole she's the only one powerful enough it's like when she makes her way out onto the battlefield and like basically just destroys like those four tank looking things yes and okoye looks at her it's like where has she been the entire time yes so like and and right before like as she is trying to destroy the mind stone she's able to hold off thanos at the same time yes like she's doing this both at the same time and you're like oh crap so this takes me to a nit is the answer the power stone as why they couldn't just kill thanos i mean why not i mean she's got all this power right why can she not destroy these stones while it's on the gauntlet i don't know i think once they start coming together um, the power increases. The power increases, and you got to remember that gauntlet is very powerful in itself because it, I mean it was forged by the, the dwarves right, and everything right. like that. So I I, I I get what you're saying, but it's like at the same time you almost just got to kind of like mm, let it go a little bit. No, no, I agree. You, no, 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 no. no I, I'm with you yeah. as far as like, yeah, she has the ability to destroy this one stone outside the gauntlet. Why can't you destroy this stone in the gauntlet? I right. get that. So. Right. Right. Uh, so Vision is apparently dead uh, because... But not... But not... Evaporated. Correct. But here's my question, coming back to uh, Shuri. During that whole process when she's trying to uh, remove the stone while not killing him, was she able, because Vision is not a person, he is an OS... Yes. Was she able to somewhat like download him into some sort of Wakandan whatever? It's possible. And I, we I, might be able to see him again. I think Vision is very, very possibly back in the mix. Okay. Like so, he's not expendable in your opinion. Honestly, going into the movie, I was like, if Vision dies, wouldn't been a surprise. Yeah. Like I felt like I was there. Well, we we also kind of knew it. It was like. He has to die if he gets all the, the stones. The mind stone, yeah. Right. So. 
so Peter Parker, I mean, golly. Can we Ralph... hit Strange first? I want to save Peter Parker for last. Okay, I'm okay. fine with that. Doctor Strange, great. Uh, probably... So you say Thor carried the universe, I think, till this moment. I think Strange, even though I, I, I agree with you, even with Thor in this movie... I mean, strange. You, you can't. Oh, strange do this. going forward is the key to this entire thing. Yes, you can't do anything without him. Yes, and like it's one of those things. Like if you just go back to his own movie. Yes. It, like he, he, he didn't kill anybody. He, he tricked. You know what I mean? He right. tricked Dormammu into right. not attacking the Earth. Right. right. It was just like he understood what needed to be done, how to manipulate things. Right. And it was just. So yeah, Doctor Strange going forward is probably the most important character. Yes. At least most important hero. Yes. Is what I should say. Yes. But yeah. no, and and you know, I think key moments for him obviously is seeing all of these different outcomes yes. and going there's only one path and then all of a sudden, you know, he tells Tony Stark earlier on Earth like there's no way I'm ever going to save you or the boy uh, to give up the stone and then he does it. Yeah. So like you obviously got to know he saw something, and that's that's exactly is, why yeah. he did it. And if he saw it, he knew that he was getting evaporated, and so he still went through. And so we're gonna go deep dive nerd. Yeah. Okay. So like we haven't. Yeah, that's fair. But I guess we're going like di big time deep dive. Okay. 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 So in Doctor Strange, uh, the ancient one. Yes. Said she could, she could never see the future past her own death. Yes. Boom city. Okay. Okay, I like it. Okay, so you're with me so far. You I'm probably there. know where I'm going. I'm there now. Yes. Okay, so when Doctor Strange looked into the future and saw that there was only one path, and if that one path included his death, how could he? How no. could he see past that? Right. How could he know that that was... Now, I mean, you know, you could throw a little wrinkle in that, like, his death is part of... But his death did wouldn't have guaranteed well, victory. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, he had to see past his death to assume victory. That's true. That's true. It's I awesome, mean, right? Right. There's this, That is great thought, actually. Not, not when I that. read that, I was like, this makes total sense. I love whoever came up with this. I'm going with it. Yeah. I'm riding. I'm on that bandwagon. Yes, I'm in. I'm in. I I'm like it. That's like of all the stuff I've read, potential where it's going, that's the one I'm writing. And that goes back to this. Like, man, seriously, if you're listening and you have not watched the entire universe, like it is worth it. Yes. It is worth it because what gotta, these guys have done over 10 years is amazing like infinity war will not win a single best picture but like what they have done to create this moment is applaud worthy it's award worthy oh yeah i i love what they've done like because you can they've taken aspects of the comics but created their own story yes yes which is awesome. Yes. And, like, because people keep drawing, well, in the comics they did this, in the comics they did this, and, and they've tried to hold to the integrity of all of that, but like I said, they're creating their own story, uh, the heroes are doing their own things, yes. and it's just, like, it's awesome. It is totally, totally awesome. Because, like you said, we can 
pick from you know movies up to this point and be like, oh, he did this like the Doctor Strange thing, right? So well, even going like standalone Ultron is not a favorite movie by any stretch, um, but knowing that it is a part of this whole universe. Uh, it, it makes it even more impactful, like just seeing the different things that happen, seeing the birth of Vision. Uh, I mean, really even comparing what Ultron is trying to do with what Thanos was trying to do is, is pretty similar, actually, uh, in, in just kind of their villainy. Uh, so let's let's just jump, let's jump out of Strange, uh, which, perfect, I love it. Uh, Peter Parker goes, hi, I'm Peter Parker, and uh, he says, I'm Doctor Strange, and he went, oh, oh we're going by our superhero names. <laughs> our made-up names. Yeah. I'm, I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man is awesome. He's my favorite character. It's not even close to me. Yeah. Because Tom Holland is the perfect cast yes. for Peter Parker. Yes. Like he His just, voice. Yes. The he, inflection, he, up, he, down. He pulls off, I don't know how old he actually is, but he pulls off the 16, 17-year-old kid perfectly. Yeah. Okay? Uh, and it's it's just amazing, which, you know, I'm going to go ahead and get into it. His, his perfection of kind of this innocent 16, 17-year-old kid that just wants to do good makes his death that much, like, just heart-wrenching. Like, him saying, I'm sorry, Mr. Stark, and I don't want to go... Right. And stuff like that. It just hits you. So, uh, by the way, his age is 21. So he's 21. Uh, okay. Playing a phenomenal 16-year-old, yeah. which is not an insult. So like you, the very first moment you see him in the movie, you got his arm on the bus, and then you see his spidey senses oh, yeah. for the very first time. His, his hair's going up. And I think that's the difference between his evaporation and everybody else's, is his spidey senses telling him, this is coming as opposed to everybody else looking confused. Yeah. It, it, I, you're totally right. I totally agree with that. Uh, and, just, oh, man. I just, it's hard. I, yeah, it was. And like I say, that's what that's what made the movie so great. Yes. It's like you knew going forward that Spider-Man had to survive. But at the same time, his death still is crushing. Right. Like, so, I've heard people said they started crying. Yeah. We actually heard some. I don't know if it was just because of that, but we actually heard someone up to our right, right, like weeping. Yeah. When the, I the heroes, them, but yeah, you but know, either way, they were, uh, moved. they were moved. They were Sean. they were very moved. So Thanos. This movie was about Thanos. Correct. It. I love that they did that. Like it, he got the most screen time, I think. Yeah. If I'm if I read correctly. Yeah. And he. Like you is understand, he, a he is a an extremist. He's a terrorist. He's an environmental terrorist, so to speak. Yeah, he like, and I think your your comparisons between him and Ultron are very. It's a yeah. good one because Ultron understood the only thing standing in Earth's way was the humans. Right. Like he he just thought right. the only way Earth was going to survive. If, right humanity died off Thanos is kind of in the same situation like listen and it makes sense like he's a villain you can actually be like oh his point of view actually kind of makes sense right like I could logically just kind of look at it take the emotion out right and be like yeah you're right well because he's even saying like I don't even care who the 50% are 
Like, I'm not going to pick them. Like, it's just going to be a random, it's going to be a random thing. So it's not even like I'm saving the, the rich and the wealthy, uh, but, but just as generic whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, because I, 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 th- I remember the line, he says, like, the resources are finite. Right. Like, it, you're probably going to run out right. sooner or later. Right. So, and I think that is just kind of the main thing, what he's going for, and he's trying to just convince anybody he can, like, listen, I'm, I'm doing this to survive. Right. It's not, I'm doing this because... Right. Now, the comics say different, I love death. Correct. Well, but even the comics are... Yeah. We're not even going to go into the comics, but, uh, you know, you had that moment with Gamora where he's feeling remorse, but he's like, this, I'm going to sacrifice you. And, and sacrifice is definitely the key... Yes. ...or the word probably throughout the whole movie, but I'm going to sacrifice you for the greater good right. in his mind, um, which is nuts. Yeah. So, he is, he is a villain. I, mean, I know that. No, no, no. I know it, that. No, but yeah, no, he no is way a villain. No way but, around it. And he's an, an unbelievable villain. So, uh, you know, we're at, we're, we've been talking for an hour, which I think we could do another hour. Probably could. Um, so let's kind of, I don't want to say wrap it up like we're just going to land the jet and get out. Um, you know, hit the gauntlet, his, his, his uh, hand, you know, with yeah. the stones. At the end of it, it was fried. Oh, yeah. In which, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to play out. That's a good point. I mean, Thor, yeah. Thor kind of... Were like, you surprised that he actually did it in the movie? and this one, at least? Looking back on it, probably not. Um, in the moment? In the moment, a little bit. I think I was. I think I... I, I thought it was a great line. It's like, you should have aimed for my head. Yes. Uh, yes, that was a great line, but yeah, it's, and then he trans, well, it's fried, but at the same time, he was still able to transport himself to, I don't know where, to be honest. So that's a great question. And this might be too nerdy as well. When, when we see the people vanish, you know, and so if you've never seen the leftovers and <laughs> you don't get the leftovers joke, but when they get leftovered out, yeah. um, and the people are still there, what, who, who really left, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. because he's got all these stones working and you've got the reality, you know, and like the different space and different time. So you have this moment where you have Thanos with his grass. So where's Thanos? Is he with the leftovers? Is he with the people on Earth? What's he doing? It's a very good question. Probably an unanswerable one right now, maybe, at this point. Ah, man. I think... It's too hard to tell. Like, the people we saw get leftovered out. I don't think Thanos was with them. I think Thanos is with the ones that were kind of... Yes, left. Left. Uh, and it's just... Because like you said, we're dealing with, like, Doctor Strange puts... I mean, we're talking different dimensions. We're talking realms. We're talking, you know, just so many different variables in this that it's going to be... It's hard to tell who's what, where, when, how, why. Right. 
So when we left the movie, I told you the green, I think I actually texted you it later on because I was just thinking about it nonstop on the drive home, but I was like, the green stone is everything. But I think as I've sat on it more, and I think you're with me on this, I actually think it's the soul stone. Soul stone probably, um, maybe even the reality stone as well. Um, I would put those three probably at the top of the hierarchy here but can the can the gauntlet be used again or because when we saw on the star planet thing we saw either the either another one or we saw a mold of it i think another one can be created now that they got it up and running again and like you said it, there's a mold right. so i think it can be done yeah that feels like that feels too easy yeah, I mean, I'm curious. I, I mean, I feel like they would not have fried the gauntlet, so to speak. Right. And again, we're, we're assuming that it's fried and it can't be used again like it was. Uh, but they wouldn't do that if there was an easy solution. Because you're going to need another three-hour movie. Yeah. What is... Uh, so I got one question for you to end it, and then I've got one Easter egg that you've got to look for on your next uh, visit to Infinity War. So the question is, what possible ending to the next Avengers frightens you the most? Frightens me the most, I think, all the original Avengers being being killed. You feel like it's realistic? Yes. Because, I, I mean, you got to remember, Robert Downey Jr. has been in all these movies for 10 years. Oh, yeah. I don't know if he's necessarily getting tired of it, but it's like, at what point does you do you kind of move on from it? Yes. Uh, Chris Evans is the same way. And he's right. He's said verbally he's done. He's yeah. It. It's like so a lot of these guys, these actors, actresses. I mean, have, have been doing it a long time. Now I've heard that there's a black. Black Widow. Black Widow, yeah. There's going to be like an Origins, Origins okay, type yeah, yeah. movie going, um, moving on with that. You never know. Uh, Mark Ruffalo might want to do a standalone Hulk movie. Right, right. Don't know. But I, I think it's very realistic. I'm, like I said, the whole Clint Barton Hawkeye thing is probably the thing I'm interested in most. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm curious how long is it, you know, this isn't a frightening thing, but I'm just curious for the next one, how long does it take before we see our first leftover character? Yeah. Um, you know, is that something right away? Do they make you just really wait on it? I mean, honestly, I can't, I mean, even just I'm excited about the first five minutes, how are they going to get us in right away? I think here, I won't say it's a hot take, but here's my kind of prediction I think they're going to let this original kind of cast Avengers crew, like, this is going to be their send-off. Yeah. Like, this is what's going to happen with these characters. We're going to let them duke it out with Thanos, kind of, you know, to the bitter end. Mm -hmm. Maybe kill, maybe not, maybe just retire. Right. But then they eventually kind of get all those characters back back at the tail end of the movie and kind of pass the torch, yeah. I guess, of yeah. the MCU 
onto these new characters like Black Panther right. and Spider Man and Doctor Strange and. Well, so I mean, you even said this to me, Captain you know, Marvel. I know, I know. We don't have time to even begin to talk <laughs> about Captain Marvel, which isn't coming out till twenty nineteen. Yeah, like four weeks before. Four weeks before. Yeah. Oh my god. It's gonna be very. How Black long Panthers. are they gonna hold on to the title? Of the of the last Avengers movie, before they reveal what the title of it is, they're gonna hold on to it as long as they can, I think, until they start actually doing the media push for it. Gosh, I would hold on to it until the very beginning of the movie. That'd be great. I mean, yeah, because you've you've built too much buzz for it already. Right. You don't need the title out there. In fact, by holding on to it, you're creating something even more. Speaking of titles, but, but if you do if you do release it, then the whole speculation starts. Like the buzz even gets even more. Yeah, so who no, knows? I, right, either right. way, I think they're it's they're win, okay. Either win, way, win. no, it's win win. So two Easter eggs, just because I thought of another one uh, for you as we kind of sign off. Uh, the very very beginning of Infinity War, the title comes up and then it evaporates away, kind of tipping their hats of what's going to happen at the end, which you would have no idea. Yeah. That's exactly what they're doing. And then my absolute, and i and I got to admit, I saw, I saw this on the internet. I did not see it in theater. Cannot wait to get back into the movie to watch it. Uh, the Russo brothers uh, were also involved with a TV show that was called Arrested Development. In fact, if you go back to Civil War, you will see the Bluth... Uh, Stair thing? stepper oh. uh, van is in it at the airport, at the airport when scene? they're making that oh, fight. I'll definitely have to look uh, for that now. Next but, time I watch so it's just to kind of k- take that a little bit further. In the collector's uh, area on the planet Nowhere, there is a uh, glass vial uh, for a person in it, and that person is painted blue, and it looks just like Tobias from Arrested Development, and he is even wearing his never-nude shorts. So, That's so awesome. You have to get back in the theater. If you've listened this long, you've got to go to the theater. You've <laughs> got to find that Easter egg, and then you just got to clap when you see it. Which people think you're a sick, twisted person, because right in that moment is when uh, yeah all, all this stuff goes down. But All right. Matt, anything else that you want to say? Just go see the movie. Again. Again, yes, again. Because if you've listened to it at this point, you've you, been ruined. You don't, yeah, you're not, yeah, it's not good. Man, thank you guys so much for indulging us. I, I think when we originally, way back in August, started this podcast, uh, we had aspirations to do an entire one on a movie, and it is fitting that this is the movie that we got to do it with. Yes, been loving it. I've been waiting for this for how long ago did we see it? About two weeks ago? Yes. Almost now? Yes. Been waiting that long. Yes. All right, guys. Peace out. Peace.